Hi there! Welcome to my new podcast, the Princess Power Podcast. I'm your host, Mallory, a teacher on summer break now, a friend, cat lover, plant mom, yoga enthusiast, and of course, a princess. Um, This podcast exists just to discuss some of the issues that we face as women and as human beings in today's society and hopefully to make um, other people know that they're not alone in the things that they're facing. And before we get started, I would just like to take a couple minutes to go over a couple things. Um, For those of you who are not aware, I do have a Patreon if you would like to support the Princess Power podcast. Um, That is www.patreon.com slash princesspower. And I ordered really awesome swag for anyone who supports me on Patreon. Like, I'm serious. You will be so excited. I'm so excited um, to see you excited. So you can see me on Patreon. Um, Another thing I would like to throw out there is if you have someone that you think would be an awesome guest on the Princess Power podcast, or if you yourself um, think that you have a lot of great things to share, please send me an email. My email is princesspowerpodcast at gmail.com super easy to figure out shoot me an email um kind of tell me who you are and what kind of things you'd like to talk about i want to reach out and find new guests right now i'm kind of limited just to the people that i can think of and i know that there's a great um audience out there with a lot of knowledge to share so um let's make this a community and let me know what you guys want to talk about i'd love to hear it So let's move on then to the good stuff. Um, Today you are going to meet Jessica, and this is actually the second Jessica you're going to meet. We're um, going to chat about life, especially um, life during a pandemic, and let's get started. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the I'm show. Thank You're you actually the me. second Jessica that I've had on the show. Jessica 2.0. Yeah. What an honor. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. I apparently like just have a lot of Jessicas in my life. Good Jessicas. I don't think I've ever met a bad Jessica, honestly. You know, it's funny growing up. I know my name was like the most popular when I was born or whatever, probably top 10. Right. And I like never knew any Jessica's, but then now my sister-in-law's name is Jessica. Now I have like, I know all these Jessica's now. So it's so funny how that, how that works out. (laughs) Um, so I will just tell the listeners I met Jessica. Um, we worked together at a jewelry store and, um, sometimes working in sales, you meet unauthentic people that maybe aren't always looking out for you but Jessica was like the opposite of that and I appreciate our friendship because she's just someone you meet and you automatically know like what you see is what she get what you get and she's being real with you and um she's fun so with that uh Jessica I will let you kind of introduce yourself and just tell everyone who you are and what do you want them to know about you yeah. So my, like you said, we met, um, it's probably been three years ago now. And I was on my, I call, I call it my sabbatical. I had just literally finished aesthetic school and I was like, I'm just going to work at a jewelry store. And then I kind of went into it being like, I don't need any new friends. Not that I'm 
from that person, but I didn't expect anything out of it. And we met and I was like, oh, Mallory's amazing and she's awesome. And now we're friends and living life. Um, so my name is Jessica Bradley. I am, uh, I guess I have a lot of different titles, but right now I am sitting in my studio. I own a Lash, um, Lash Extension Studio. It's called BC Collective. Um, I also do photography as well. So I am very interested in beauty and fashion photography. So I, I try to emulate that in a lot of what I bring to my studio. So it kind of kind of works out. I still have not seen your studio and I'm excited to someday see it. I mean, besides oh. like in the picture right now, but um, right. how long have you been open? Um, so I opened uh, January 2nd of 2020. So just before all the fun COVID stuff uh, happened. So I I do consider myself very fortunate. I was lucky that, you know, the space I was in before um, I worked at a salon and spa and, you know, I left on really great terms. I um, gave them probably about two months notice before I departed on my own. Um, and, you know, my background is photography and design. So to me, in my mind, I've always had kind of like, oh yeah, you know, if you're a photographer, you, you work on your own or you own a business as a photographer or whatever. So I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind. And then I, when I kind of picked up lashing, and people tell me I'm pretty good at it, <laughs> right at it. So, um, you know, that kind of went hand in hand. So during the pandemic, I did not do anything business related. I literally went for walks and played video games all day. <laughs> so <laughs> sounds like the best way to spend a pandemic, honestly. honestly yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm such a, I always call myself an inertia person. Like I'm like, once I have a goal and I can get rolling, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And then if I don't have a goal in mind or something that's set, I'm like, I am not doing anything. And that's what we call self-care and that's okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Jessica, in my class with my sixth grade and my seventh grade and eighth grade, yeah. we have been talking about um, like finding things that we enjoy doing and finding things that make us happy and like embracing those things and getting better at those things and doing those things and then eventually like that kind of like trickles down into all parts of your life and it makes you happy and it makes you successful and um, you feel fulfilled I guess so I'm wondering um, what things are you passionate about and what would you say brings you joy what's your jam yeah, that is so interesting that you talk about that, Mallory. I think that's so important to be teaching our youths. So that's awesome that you're talking to them about that. Um, you know, I have been fortunate all my life to always enjoy the jobs that I've had. I've worked at, as a server. I've worked as a barista. I've worked in retail where I, you know, I had to sell $300 an hour, but I loved it. And I felt like I was good at it. Um, and I, you know, it's actually funny before I started, you know, open my studio here, I was feeling like I had a great job, great coworkers. I, you know, I had brought lashing into the, the salon and spa life that I was in. So it really felt like it was mine. It was like my little, little baby that I created and grew and I had a full clientele and all that good stuff. Um, and I was actually still, I was doing social media and photography at the salon and spa that I was working at. You know, it's like, again, I hit all those milestones, like, okay, do lashing. Okay. Do, you know, do marketing and social media and okay. Do photography. And once I'd hit all those markers, I get, I felt very restless because for me, I've always enjoyed what I have been doing um, for a career. So I would always tell my husband, I'm like, I feel not that I'm bored because I love what I do, but I need some other, some other outlet. So 
that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to start a business. Cause I love doing, you know, photography. I like doing marketing so I can do all that and it'll keep me kind of busy. And it's like, again, this is like my own. So I think it's super important to find in, find what you like doing and literally like water the, water those little seeds to grow. And I think if you had asked me 10 years ago, if I would have done, I mean, been in the beauty industry, it's probably like, maybe not, but I, in high school, I had worked at a hair salon. So I've always had a little bit of background in it. And then I went to college, you know, went for fine art and design and ironically ended up not loving photography as much because it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And then found my, myself working in a salon spa, doing social media, managing stuff like that. And then I'm like, I'm going to go back to school and like do services. Like why not type of thing, which again, if you were to ask me, I would never have been the person to go to a four year school and then also go back to do, you know, additional training. Not that you shouldn't, cause I'm all about self growth, but I just was not in that mind, mindset of going back to school and whatnot. Um, So finding those things that really, that you are passionate are, it's so important because I, again, like you said, it's fulfillment. When you have that thing that you're like, this is mine, this is what I love doing. I think you can weave it into what you like doing and that you can make money from it, which is great. And then, you know, kind of find other things that you latch onto that those become hobbies then. It really opens up what you like doing. I found, you know, I like working out. That's my stress relief, but you know, I, I think because I, I enjoy doing, you know, for me, it's like, oh, I love lashing, you know, again, love photography, all that good stuff. So for me, that's like, that's what I do. And then I have another outlet of hobbies, which is like biking, exercising, all that fun, playing video games, stuff like that. Um, it's interesting how that happens. Like, we totally don't expect to do something you know like if you look back and you're like oh when I was a kid I would have never guessed that this is where I would be um when I decided to study English in college everyone's like oh you want to be a teacher and I think no I would never be a teacher no no I'm just such a fantastic (laughs) teacher it's like it's funny that to me that you would you know again thinking about 10 years ago you would never have been like oh I want to do that but it's like you as a person are so nurturing and so wholesome that it's like it's funny how things find you you know what I mean like when you're like this is what I love doing it finds you Mm -hmm. well and then it was too it was like well if you're not going to teach what are you going to do with an English degree and I was like I don't know I just like studying English so (laughs) we'll see where it goes Exactly, exactly. But then eventually, again, I never thought I'd be the person to go back to school after graduating. And there I was deciding to be a teacher. And uh, yeah, I think just knowing like following, okay, I like English. I don't know what I'm going to do with it right now, but I like it. And so I went with it. And then eventually it led me to what I'm supposed to be doing. So how did you get into lashes I guess like I don't know if it's always been a thing or if it's like a newer thing because I don't really I only know about it because of you so um like was that something yeah. when you were younger that you noticed so I was like oh cool or was it something when you went back to school you learned about or how did how did the lash thing come up so when I, I guess, it, again, it kind of started when I was in high school and I was, um, I worked at a, you know, I'm from, I'm from Islander where it's, you know, 8,000 people. So not, not the biggest of town, all, you know, all that stuff, but I worked at a hair salon, um, for probably, mm, probably four years or so. And 
I always felt like, oh, hair, I could tell, I, but I'm not a precise person. <laughs> Facts about me, not a precise person. So I, I was like not interested in cutting hair or anything like that, but I always felt like, oh, I could color hair, like that artistic quote unquote part of it. I, you know, would see makeup and, you know, be around hair and all that stuff. And I actually used a lot of that to do all of my own photo shoots. So I kind of would pick up on things that, you know, were being done at the salon and I could use that and I would do all the hair and makeup for my photo shoots. And that was like throughout, throughout high school. Um, and again, went to college because it was always like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to be, you know, do hair. I don't know if that's what I'm passionate about, but it was always kind of that, that realm. And so I went to school again, plot twist was like, oh, I'm going to do fine art design. And that was like, you know, works for some people, didn't work for me. And that's, that's, that's okay. But then I found myself working um, kind of more on a, on a retail, but like wanted to move up in their corporate and kind of do marketing and stuff like that. And then, then not my now husband was in Green Bay and I moved. I was like, I can't move for, you know, I don't want to just have him here. I want something of my own. And at the time I was working an HR job, which is like, so not my speed. It was like a nine to five. Like I was typing all day. I was, you know, sitting all day, you know, wore jeans. I don't wear jeans ever, <laughs> but that was like a part of my life back then. But I, um, you know, I found a job here that was managing a salon and spa, which I'm like, oh, I've totally been in that salon and spa world. I let's do it again. Take the thing. So I managed, did their social media, did the bridal coordinating. They have a couple of their salons in Chicago. So I kind of oversaw a lot of that, a lot of their social media. And then, yeah, I was like, I want to go back to school. And I just did it. I just, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. And I went to um, the Salon Professional Academy in Appleton. And it, I, you know, my um, licensure is really an esthetician's license. I can do facials, waxing, all that fun stuff, but I always gravitated a little bit more towards lash extensions. Um, we had done them at the, the salon that I was managing. So I had heard of them a little bit that way. And then, you, you know, you start to do, you know, the actual courses and um, to get your aesthetics license and, it, you know, hear about it a little bit more here and there. Um, but I'm such a, like, I'm a practical person. Like Mallory, when they were like first talking about lash extensions, when I was in school, it was like, okay, you can't get them wet for 24 hours. You can't use oil on them. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Like, that sounds like not a lifestyle. Like, Another what if fact. I can't go 24 hours without crying? I know. It's like, I just like, I'm such like a, also my, one of my nicknames is hot mess dress. Like I'm not that precise person to be like, okay, I'm not going to get them wet. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do this X, Y, Z. Okay. So I would do lash extensions, but they would never work great. Cool. Um, but I did take like a little, one of the, the girls showed me how to do lash extensions and, you know, I would apply them a little bit when I was working at the managing the salon and spa. She's like, wow, I've never seen anyone pick it up that quickly. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then when I got done with school, I found a brand called Nova Lash, um, which I have three certifications in. And they're kind of, I mean, they're kind of like the they're kind of like the original eyelash company in the United States. Um, the founder, she's a biochemist, cosmetic person. Like she's very regal. She's amazing. But she started Nova Lash, I think like 20 years ago. Like it's, you know, it's, it's funny because I always joke with clients and whatnot that it's like, yeah, like lashes really have only hit this part of 
you know, Wisconsin in general, like within the last five years, maybe five, 10 years, maybe. Um, again, you're like, I've never really heard of them before. And it's, they are, it's a little bit newer process, I'd say for kind of where we are. So definitely newer, to, you know, I think it was as new to me as I was thinking that it was for anyone else, but I ended up doing a, um, taking Noble Lashes certification, got certified, and then I entered their competition. They hold a, what's called a lash off every year. And it's a global competition. You know, they're a globally recognized brand. They're in Scotland. They're in, you know, Caribbean, literally. Um, I have a friend in, where is she from? Barbados. It's like, oh, cool. Love it. But so they're globally um, recognized brands. And I ended up um, winning a, an award in this lash off after I was like six months of lashing. So that was kind of like, a, oh, okay, I, I like doing this. This is pretty fun. And I can, you know, again, build a clientele and do education and all that stuff. So, And you get to like travel for the competitions too, right? I feel like there was a period of time when I saw like, oh, now Jessica's in California or New York, or she's like flying all over the place and being yeah. like really good at lashes. Yes. So that's so fun. I mean, you know, pre coke pre-COVID, PC, we'll call it PC. Um, but it's, you know, I, I, so I had won this award with Noble Ash, which I did not expect to. I made my video, I recorded all of it, and then I put it together, and it took me probably like 30 hours to, <laughs> to put it together. Had to be five minutes. Of course, I used exactly five minutes. I think it was four minutes and 59 seconds type of thing. Um, but part of winning that, you know, that award was being able, being a brand ambassador with Noble Ash and that's where I was able to travel with them. So I went to Vegas, I went to New York, um, you know, I was supposed to go to Houston and then all this, you know, COVID stuff happened. I'm just a very, again, linear person. So like, if you don't throw something at me, I don't necessarily go do it, but it was incredible to experience that, you know, I, I've met so many people through lashing just because it's something, you know, I was a part of this network of, of lash artists. And again, I have a friend in Barbados. I have friends in the UK that do lashes out in California. So it really is like a community. It's pretty, pretty interesting to, you know, when you're a part of that. That's awesome too, to have those kinds of connections. Yeah. I told, I told my Barbados friend, I'm like, okay, so like, can I come see you yet? Like, is that, <laughs> is that a thing? Cause that's what I want to do. So. <laughs> Um, Jessica, what kind of obstacles have you had to overcome in order to be successful? I can imagine the stress of opening your own business, um, but then especially throw on, you know, a little pandemic. Um, what kind of things have you had to deal with and how did you deal with them? Yeah, what a, what a good question. Because I am, again, someone who um, bless my dear sweet husband's heart. Probably, I probably don't think about the consequences of anything. I'm just like, I say I'm going to do it. I'm like, great, I'm going to do it. And that's, that's my life. I'll worry about it if it's a problem and then I need to worry about it. Um, you know, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I really did like the last place that I worked, I was very close with everyone that worked there. I still, you know, I'm still close friends with them. And I think that was, I think that was hard to leave. Cause you don't, you know, leaving employers or whatever, when you leave on good, you know, we are like, I, it's not that I don't want to be here. It's just that I want to do my own thing or whatever. Um, but yeah, the, I specifically, specifically remember when people were talking about COVID, right? Like it was last March and I had a client that was like, Oh, what do you, what do you think about like this flu thing that's going around? And I was like, usually me, I'm a warrior. Right. So I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I'll wait. I'll worry if my husband worries. And I get home that night and 
my husband is a huge Bucks fan, like NBA. And I go home and they canceled the NBA. So then we were like, oh, okay, we need to like worry about this like immediately. So I actually did end up, I think, closing. I, you know, I think it's always like, oh, you'll remember where you were, were when you heard of X, right? You remember where you were when you heard about when we had to close and all that stuff. Like it's just something that we had to deal with. So I remember, you know, going back and forth saying, okay, should I be closing? I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if I should be closed or open or if I should, you know, I don't even know if masks were a thing that we talked about back then, but I ended up closing probably a couple of days before we were state ordered to, to shut down. So, and then I reopened in June. So I was off for, I had a nice little sabbatical, a nice little two, two month, two and a half month sabbatical. Did you feel um, like discouraged at all or had you, because if you already had a client base, I'm assuming your client base kind of was supportive when you opened a business. So were you worried at all or you, you knew you were pretty solid? I actually think I retained every single clientele that I had um, before I had left the old place. I, had, I actually trained a gal to do lashes and I felt very confident with quote unquote, my clients being with her. Um, I am a true believer too, in the industry that like, they're not my clients. I would, you know, I refer to them as my clients, but you know, people can go wherever they want for whatever reason. And I, I don't take offense to it ever. So, um, but yes, I was very fortunate that everyone was very supportive. I was booked fully. I think January, I just recently, these last two months have been exceeding, but January last year was, I think my highest grossing month for just opening was pretty great. Then after, you know, when I reopened after COVID, you know, I had to change a couple things here. You know, I have people text me when they get here. Um, you know, I, I have a little waiting area here that now I don't, you know, kind of goes on, it gets a little dusty. I got to dust it off every once in a while, just because it doesn't get used too much, just as people wait in the car. Um, and, and it's really that, I think, that was the big plot twist, I think, in, in everything. Like, I really didn't have this quote unquote, same clientele come in for so many different reasons, right? It was either I'm not comfortable coming, I'm not, or, you know, my significant other has this high risk and I'm not comfortable coming. It was, you know, I got laid off and I, I can't, this isn't a lifestyle that I, you know, I'm comfortable with anymore. And those are all super valid reasons, but it was just, you know, of course that was the wrench that was in, that was the obstacle. You know, it's like, I was very, again, very fortunate to have like been really busy January and February of last year. And then to quote unquote, lose that steadiness because of a pandemic, it's like, oh, what do you, you don't prepare for that. Now I'm to the point where I'm getting so busy again, where I'm like, I don't, I don't have, you know, I hate, I hate being like this, but like being like, oh, I, I can't, I don't have room to put anyone else. So my books are closed ish unofficially, you know, but I have another girl that I'm going to get in here and mentor and she's going to take some of that workload. So it'll be good. What would you say are some of your proudest accomplishments? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, definitely opening a business was, was great, especially cause I like, I guess when I started, you know, again, 10 years ago, when I would think about, Oh, if I'm a photographer, I'm going to own my own business, whatever. And so I think maybe finding myself like a full circle again, where I own a space, you know, own a business where I can do lashes, but I can also do photography. So it's kind of like this full circle effect. I think that's, you know, pretty, pretty, accomplish is that is that a good good word um and I, I feel like I'm you know kind of 
using, you know, that fine arts degree that I maybe didn't use before. It's like, okay, now it's again, full circle. Like I can, I feel like I'm in a space where I do all my own marketing. I do photography, you know, I do photography to show off my marketing, stuff like that. So I feel like that is, you know, I'm really doing, I truly am doing exactly what I want to be doing and what I enjoy. So I think that is a huge accomplishment because I think for a while I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not going to do this or whatever. So just finding that balance again of like, oh, this is what I want to be doing. And I like it It's because I like it. I think that it's very admirable for anyone in like photography or fashion or the beauty industry. Like I, this is going to sound dumb maybe, but yeah, I binge watch America's Next Top Model. And oh, like, why did we not talk about this, Mallory? I, I literally went back and watched it and I was like, Tyra, I yeah, love Tyra so much. She's going to be on my podcast I someday and she doesn't never. even know it. <laughs> She doesn't even know. It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. We're gonna be eating some ice cream together. Like yes. I, yes, I totally, <laughs> it's, it's so funny you say that, Marilyn, because I literally was like, I would watch it all the time when I was. You know, I think that was where I got a lot of this. Like, because that was part of my problem is being a photographer. I'm like, I don't want to do weddings. I don't want to do graduation photos. And I did all that. I did a lot of that. But I'm like, that's not what I want to be doing. And then a lot of it came from like, I wanna. I wanna travel the world and. You know, and it's, I watch Top Model literally all the time. So it's so funny that you. <laughs> and when I see like the pictures on, that you post on like Instagram or stuff, I'm like, oh, Aww. look, it's like high fashion pictures. Like she's not just like your basic photographer. She's like really good and artistic, you know, Aww. there's more to it than, and you said like the makeup part and like the modeling part, like you kind of put that all together, right? You have like a vision and yeah. then you make it happen. So that I think is really cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's so funny too. Cause whenever I, you know, I've been kind of like going out on the limb right now and kind of, especially with COVID it's a little touchier. Oh, it's so funny. Cause I, you know, I'll do a photo shoot and then I'll show them the, the after pictures and they're like, they're, they're almost blown away, even though that's how they know they look. But I like to think that I try to capture them in a different light, literal different light where they're like, wow, I didn't even know that that's what kind of photography existed. So, um, Jessica, what advice can you give to young women about like believing in themselves, doing whatever they want to do, being successful? That's one thing that I really like about you is they're like straightforward. Like you said, if I say I'm going to do something, I just do it. And then whatever happens, like we'll worry about it as we go. So what advice can you give to young women that are maybe trying to get to a space where you're at? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it, I know I don't, I'm going to be cliche, but it's like, you just have to do it and you have to not be worried that you're going to fail or not do well right away. And it's, that's okay. You know, I think that when you are, you know, I tell people all the time, I am not necessarily, I'm not good at, I'm not better at lashes than anyone else. I'm, I'm not, I have put in the time and the effort to educate myself, to get to a place where, you know, I feel comfortable in my work, confident in my work and confident explaining to other people what they can do. But if you want to do something, you, you just got to take the time and the energy to put it back into it. And then you'll be good. It's like, I, I know, again, it's, it's cliche, but it's like, you know, some people, of course, will maybe have an eye or maybe be naturally better, but it's like, especially with something like lashes, nobody's good at lashes immediately. Like you're using two hands with two 
you know, forceps, it, they're, that's not a natural thing that, that happens. Right. So it's like, if, but if you practice and you put in the effort and the energy and the, um, the education that you need, you will get there. It's about how much time you put in. Like, yeah, there are going to be things that you're going to do and you're like, wow, that did not work. And that's okay. I think that's an important thing to remember too, is like, just because you tried something and it didn't work the first time, like just because you failed at something doesn't mean that you're a failure. That's one thing I've been learning a lot. Um, I am, well, by the time this podcast episode airs, it will be out that I'm uh, switching schools and I have to go back to school for a couple classes because I'm getting a different certification. The option between getting like just taking a couple courses to get the license or getting my master's and um I instantly was like, masters, it's got to be the masters. And then like looking at one, the numbers is expensive and I still have other student loans and also like the time commitment and stuff. I decided just to do the license for right now. And I was feeling like really upset. Like I was trying to do it. I'm like, I feel like such a failure for not going for my master's. And he's like, you're getting another license. Like (laughs) you're doing, you're still like getting better. No, it's just like written into society that you have to be bigger and better and like yeah. that's frustrating Absolutely. sometimes and you know it is and I and I, I felt like I kind of had it coming from like the photography aspect but also like the beauty industry aspect and it's like okay well what 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 middle ground do I find that is comfortable for what I'm doing I'm not doing you know I don't put 100% in just lashes I, I kind of split my time But I do think, I do believe in an infinite versus finite game. I think that there are, there's a lot of information out there on what that is. Um, But, you know, and there's so many different examples, but it's like, you just need to be better yourself better, right? You don't need to compete with anyone because then, then what does it mean? Who are you doing this for then? It's not for you. If you are competing with people, it's, it doesn't, it's not for you. So I think you know, looking at your infinite game and saying, this is who I started as, and this is who I'm becoming, I think has to be really okay with people. And I, you know, my husband and I kind of joke sometimes, because he's like, do you think that they think that we don't? And I'm like, I've never thought about what they've thought about. Like, I've just, you know, and I, I, I know that's so much easier said than done. But I, you know, and I felt like, of course, when I was first starting out with flashing or whatever, it's like you would kind of maybe get a little threatened, quote unquote, or maybe a little like insecure about your work or whatever. But it's like, okay, but then when you put in the time and the effort and the energy to make yourself better, all, those, all that washes away. So I think that's is super important to, to not compare yourself to others, but to compare yourself to where you started. And it's that journey that you want to follow, not, you know, against someone else. I love that. That's perfect. Jessica, we are coming to the end here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. And we need to uh, get together in person and drink wine and eat pizza very soon. Um, I would love it. Those are all the things that I ever want is wine and pizza. Yes, I know. (laughs) Same.
she has been such an inspiration to watch and to see all of these big moves that she's made and how passionate she is about everything that she does. So thank you, Jessica, for sharing with us today. And thank you to the listeners. That's you. Thank you so much um, for sticking through with me. As usual, you guys are what keeps this podcast going. So um, please like, share, comment, uh, email me ideas, whatever you want to hear. Let me know. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.